you're putting all your trust in God, knowing he's fighting your battles, knowing he's with you because he's put this thing in your heart. This has stopped my process, but I can overcome it because God is on my side. I will go through this. When the opposition comes, you should leave it in God's hand. Not ignore it, not keep it with you, but leave it in God's hands. So, hi guys, welcome back to the Faith Unfiltered podcast. You know, we're back, season three, another episode, another day. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's me, the one and only Nathan. And with me, I have Natasha. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, Kevin. Oh, nice. Oh, what a combo. Um, oh, combo, combo sadly, combo. the others aren't here today due to unexpected yeah. reasons. Minus, yeah, minus, minus. They're, they're out. We kicked them out. But, no, no, no. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> we but yeah, no. Um, how is everyone today? How are you feeling? Um, feeling good. Good. Feeling but excited. Slightly tired. But it's not good enough, tired. is it? Minus points. <laughs> well, give it to him then as well. No, I'm just you. You said it first. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I hope everyone's doing good, and mm-hmm. we are gonna dive straight in. I think we're just gonna mm. dive straight in, and. Dive in. For our series Alan of keep going. That. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> nothing, what? nothing. As I, was, right. as I was saying before I got really interrupted. Um, we're going to dive into the next part of our series, Keep Going. And mm-hmm. it's about building the walls of Jerusalem. So we're going to talk about... Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. And um, I'm going to read this little summary about building the walls of Jerusalem. And... Am I saying this right, Nehemiah or Nehemiah? I feel like everyone does it differently. I'll say how I say it. I'll say it like Nehemiah. Yeah, you say, say it how you say it. Yeah. We'll say it how we say it. Yeah. Well, it is a difficult name. It is quite a difficult name. But yeah, with yeah. Nehemiah, he prayed and he fasted to God for four months Oof. before he petitioned to the king to return to his home and to reinforce, like rebuild the walls, the walls of Jerusalem. And mm-hmm. on his arrival into the city, he looked at that damage and he got to work and he got through, he went through some opposition, you know, and eventually he led his people into successfully rebuilding the wall. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. So we're going to go into the questions about this. Mm. Cool. So, yes, the first question that we have here, mm-hmm. right, carefully curated. Oh, very All carefully. Right. All right. <laughs> very, very carefully curated. Right. The first one is, mm. how do you know if the decision you have taken is what God wants or wanted? Ooh, that's a bit of a, a tricky one, you know. It's a sticky one still. You were going to say sticky, sticky one. one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, yeah. when we come to like decisions in our lives, we're always like, oh, let's pray about it. And like, mm. low key, we want there to be like a sign, like, or like a voice telling us like this is the thing to do yeah but in reality that's not really it there's just Mm. silence not that it's a bad thing but it's like we sometimes think that praying about it will give us a decision right there and then which it can but it's just we expect a voice or something to come for us yeah yeah so definitely i feel i feel sorry go on go on go on 
No, I was saying like for like us Christians, it's always a bit of like a a tricky one to be like, is this God's will? If it is His decision or not? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say to that like it's never like you know you have to like earn not earn but find the ability in yourself to hear the voice yeah, of God. Yeah. And uh, to you know know that the decision you're making is from God or the mm-hmm. direction you're going is because God has led you to that. Yeah. And it can be quite hard to discern that from mm. your own decisions Definitely. and God's decisions, for sure. But, you know, sometimes we say, oh, it's like a gut feeling or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the times, um, it can be like just your own judgment on something. But I feel like when it's truly like... um when you're in a situation where you're stuck and you just need a decision, like need to make a decision right there. Yeah. When you pray hard about it, just like how Nehemiah did, you'll get some type of like breakthrough from that basically. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we've, I mean, I think we've talked about God's plans and um, like knowing in terms of the decisions that we're meant to take, if it's right or not. Um, mm. And that could be like in anything. And easiest thing is to, I guess, you know, like we've said, to build that relation with God strong enough and to just keep going, like um, trying to help it become stronger so that you're able to hear him more and like Mm. have ears that are very attentive to the way he speaks. I'm not Mm. saying in terms of a voice, I'm saying um, looking out to you know things around you and like kind of knowing in your in yourself that yeah that's god telling me something that's god indicating something to me um but it is easier to say than to do sometimes because i don't know even sometimes i might question or like is this really what god wants or yeah is this something that i think is right but may not work out yeah but yeah i feel like if I've said this before, like, if you go into a situation prayerfully and you want your will or your plans to align with God's will, that decision and the the way that you go will be used for your good. God will use any situation for your good, mm-hmm. regardless. So whether that, you know, was with his will or maybe not, he will still try to make, like, create a path so that yeah. You know, you end up where you um, are meant to be if you allow him to work in you and you want that as well, you know? Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when you look at Nehemiah's story from the beginning, um, you know, it's said that his brother came from um, Jerusalem to inform him that, listen, like, a lot of things gone down, like the walls being burnt down and we've been attacked and... All our people have just, you know, they've lost, they've lost faith. They're just like in such distress and stuff. So hearing that, Nehemiah was just like, you know, kind of like, what can I do about this? Because I'm all the way in Persia. Like, I need to like do something to like, you know, help my people out. So what he did, the first thing that he did was he like prayed mm-hmm. for months, yeah. as it said, like four months he's prayed to God. And this wasn't just a prayer for help but he asked for forgiveness for their sins as well the people of uh, 
Jerusalem. He asked for their sins uh, to be forgiven. And that's a proper committed prayer, that one. Because yeah. like, sometimes, like we talk about having the right people around you, right? And, you know, sometimes, you know, we've re- we read stories in the Bible of people getting healed because of someone else's faith, right? And those are, those are the type of people that you kind of need around you. And Nehemiah was that one of those type of people who prayed constantly for four months. And then God gave him that breakthrough to be able to talk to the king about this. And at that yeah. time, you know, him, him being a cupbearer and saying that, listen, I need some days off because I need to go help my people. Mm-hmm. That didn't work back then, right? That was like a no-go, you know, if you're working for the king, you're working for the king and there's like no, nothing like, waiting. there's no ways around it basically. And yeah. But yeah, the king was on his side and he was like, yeah, take some of my soldiers as well. You go and you do your thing. And yeah, which is just amazing to see how like prayer can work in such a different, such make such a difference because not only was he praying for like just himself getting that breakthrough to go to those people, but also praying for God, for uh, for God to forgive all of those people mm. that were there in Jerusalem. Yeah. You know, it's very hard to pray for four months. Like that's, that's dedication that yeah especially now it's like we want everything fast paced it's always hard to like pray for even like well one thing for even like a week we tend to like forget but you know like um like like we said earlier it's like when there's a decision to make whether it's god will or not like he won't force his decision upon us that's mm. that's what we need to remember and um alan said this recently where it was where when you make a decision, if it's not according to God's plan, it's not like he will abandon you. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. say if like you're playing a game, like football or whatever, you make one wrong decision, that could cost you the whole game, right? Mm. But with God, it's like you make the wrong decision. It's not a wrong decision, but like you make the decision that's maybe not right for that situation. And mm-hmm. it's not like God will forsake you, but he will continue to guide you through that. Maybe like you'll go through some more problems that you maybe might not have needed if you went with God's plan. But it's yeah. it's not like you're never like gonna get through it. It's like he'll still help you yeah. with it and he'll I guess like keep you committed to your decision, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like um the whole story of, you know, our salvation and the fall. Adam and Eve have a ch- had a choice, but they chose um something else. But that didn't mean the end of that story. Otherwise, we would not be in this place. You know, God still used that decision and, you know, had plans of our restoration from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he, like, whatever happens, it is not going to alter God's plan or it's not going to halt his plans or, like, become, like, an obstacle because he's way above that. Nothing can, like, stop his plans from coming to pass, so... Whatever does whatever decision we do make, God is able to still work in that and make it so that it is for our good and for our benefit. Mm, yeah. Um. So well, I'm I'm not saying like yeah you can make any decision and God will still do something good out of it because mm. a lot of the time consequences are because of choices that we've made. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes when it's difficult to know what is exactly like right or wrong, like 
it might not be even be right or wrong but like it might be a choice of um where should i move houses to you know should i go to this yeah. place or that place like those kind of decisions you just got to really like we've said it but just keep praying about it and yeah like trust god because is is it says in the bible trust the lord with all your heart um and lean not on your own understanding like we could try as much to th- pick a decision that's best or like based on logic but it might not always be what's good but when we trust god mm. he will make our path straight we might not see it straight away but eventually things will align in the right way if we just yeah. keep trusting keep praying to him and just giving everything to him in terms of our plans and what we desire because it's ultimately he who establishes what happens mm, even though yeah. we make so many plans yeah and it's that like keeping that patience um while you're you know praying like you mm. mentioned um Nathan like we might not see the issue like resolve like straight away after praying um we take the example of Nehemiah he waited for 4 months yeah for something to happen and you know your your condition might be like you might be going through some crazy things like mm-hmm. you know like something just come upon you and you need to get out of this right now and we look at the situation of Jerusalem being attacked right so people are like hurting you know some bad stuff has happened probably yeah. lost their homes that's a condition that these guys were living in before Nehemiah came after 4 months mm-hmm. right so we have to like keep going keep praying and keeping that trust in god because he will make that opening and that opening comes at the right time as well yeah. god's not yeah. making you wait because oh he just needs you to understand and that you made the wrong choices no it's not that he's just finding a way for you to get on track at the right time because we are we go through so many like mental stages of like trust issue regret and you know all of that stuff mm-hmm. that we just need ourselves to calm down like when we talk to god we calm down we relax we give it all to god right all of our burdens we surrender it to god mm-hmm. and when we do that when our mind is calm and our heart is like still right that's when god is like okay like time to get you working now like mm-hmm. let's let's yeah. get up and let's start doing work mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i feel like nehemia like he prayed about it and it shows that he entrusted god with this decision. Mm. He may not have known, I guess, the answer straight away, but he had the right intentions about it. And yeah. we can see that god's favor was on him because he yeah. You know, the king allowed him to take that leave and go and rebuild that wall. Yeah. Otherwise, he could have, you know, rejected him basically and just not allowed him to go, but when things start to fall into place you can also see when god is for the decision that you've made as well because yeah you can begin to see that okay things are starting to work so it's probably you know god is also with me in this he i mean he's always with you anyways regardless but <laughs> yeah. um in terms of the plan that you're going ahead with that is also yeah. what he wants as well yeah you know yeah. because like the king allowed him and like things were kind of running in that direction and it was going s- smoothly So in that way as well when you see things are falling into place you can get the idea that yes this is you know I'm going on the right way. Yeah. yeah. But you know like even after getting the chance to go out and help his people like it wasn't like smooth sailing for Nehemiah. Yeah, yeah, after that it wasn't no. <laughs> yeah. He still came against opposition that were mm-hmm. like um 
I don't really like what you're doing here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've got a question for you guys. So how okay. do we respond Oof. to the opposition? When <laughs> how do you respond to the opposition when doing good work? Ooh. Expect it to come. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. True. Don't. Like don't yeah, go in yeah. thinking, oh, um, I'm doing this for God. It's gonna be good. Nothing's you know? gonna come against me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the first thing you should expect is something to come against you. Mm-hmm. It does talk about persecution and stuff in the Bible, and basically anything that's for God, the enemy is always trying to come against that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And there's always going to be people who like don't agree with stuff. You're not yeah. going to be able to please everyone. Mm-hmm. And so, in this instance, like Nehemiah faced a lot, like while constructing. Even before they started constructing, there were people who were like basically questioning whether he would be able to finish it or like, you know, yeah. they were like saying, oh, you're just doing this to like rebel um, against the king or that basically wouldn't stand and just a lot yeah. of different things. Um, but you just need to remember why you initially did it. Don't forget like when there's something that God puts in your heart or something that you're doing for God. It will never go into vain and you should just like you need to remember that it may not look like things are working out but in the end it will regardless of the opposition and stuff that comes in your way yeah um like if you look at if you look at the story of noah like bro the guy was building that boat for bare time time, and many people were like loads of people were like yeah going against like kind of questioning him like what are you doing, you know? But eventually yeah. that flood did come and that boat was of use. Mm. Yeah. Um, and in this instance, like, yeah, like expect the opposition to come, but also hold on to the initial reason why you're doing it, that initial spark or that purpose, because it is for God. And when you see the fruits of your labor, you know, you will be very satisfied. Oh. And it will be for a good reason. Oh, yes, <laughs> indeed. Nice. Yeah, I mean, um, like you guys said, you have to expect the the fight back from the enemy. Yeah. Because obviously, with any good work, there's always like uh stuff that's gonna like come against you, like uh people that are not gonna like what you're doing, and we see it on a regular basis in the modern world right now. Mm-hmm. Of like you know street pre- preachers and stuff like yeah. that uh, that just get like you know basically like straight up bullied on on the streets yeah right yeah. for get what they do extreme. yeah mm-hmm. and um, yeah and they're doing good work and they face opposition like probably on a regular basis and we should we should feel the same we're not gonna I'm not saying you <laughs> you get bullied or anything like that yeah. right mm-hmm. but I'm saying that you like meet a hurdle in the way. Mm-hmm. And it's like on you and uh, on you and on your faith to overcome that hurdle because God will always have favor on you, but it's just that you have to trust uh, in the process of I okay yeah I know this has stopped my process, but I can overcome it because God is on my side. I will yeah. go through this right. And there's no point of uh, um, I know we talked about it in the first part of the series of. We can't leave it to the side or like we mm. can't just ignore it. Yeah, we talked about how leaving 
we can't just leave our problems to the side. We have to take it on and uh, yeah, just like face it because God will take you through it. Uh, you will find yourself getting stuck multiple times. It's not an easy road. It's not a straight path. Mm-hmm. It is a bit of a, you know, left, right, left, right. But yeah. you have to, yeah, you have to just keep treading that trail basically. Yeah. yeah. With opposition, it's, like you could in a sense say that maybe you don't like you need you don't need to face the opposition because mm. it's always the thing that um like that will event because when when opposition comes it's i guess it could be a like in the form of a distraction and like we said earlier we should like you should really stay focused on your cause what you're doing everything for so it's like you don't you can't let your reason become your opposition yeah like and like rephrasing i'll say like you should mm, let your opposition yeah. become your reason mm. that's a better way to say it it's you should say focus on your reason but when the opposition comes you should leave it in god's hand not ignore it not keep it with you but leave it in god's hands yeah and i think with like from seeing the way nehemiah responded like in terms of opposition when you remember that God is on your side, yeah. it kind of like, the way you view the opposition is just like, yeah, fine, you know, whatever. Like, you, I don't know, you, you kind of like don't seem as concerned about it. And it's like, yeah. you're putting all your trust in God, knowing he's fighting your battles, knowing he's with mm-hmm. you because he's put this thing in your heart and he's yes. with you. He's giving you that success. It says in the second chapter of mm. Nehemiah, verse 20, so after the people were kind of ridiculing them, mm. he answered, the God of heaven will give us success. We, his servants, will start building. But as for you, you have no share in Jerusalem or any claim or historic right to it. But he says, the God of heaven will give us success. He doesn't trust in his own ability to complete it or the ability of the other people helping him or any mm. resources or like anyone's strength or like, authority but he trusts god that some way or another he will give them that success yeah and we don't need to know exactly how but just trusting god that he will because he is able bro he he, he can do anything and, and everything mm. yeah good point there because i want to talk a little bit about little miracle a little in miracle. this um in this story of uh, Nehemiah building the Mm-hmm. Wars of Jerusalem, mm. right? So, as I was reading, I found yes. out that right. the stones and the rocks that they used, mm-hmm. right, were part of the rubble that was destroyed, right? The yeah. previous wall, right? The rubble. Mm-hmm. So, the wall was made out of broken and burnt pieces of stone, yeah, right? So delicate, so weak that it's said that even a fox can, you know, basically crumble it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, we learned that, okay, so these guys are building a wall, which needs to be strong, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you're talking about defending, right? And they're building it out of broken pieces and burnt pieces of rock yeah. and stone. So, you're thinking like, hmm... What's going on? They, they, they're a bit crazy. Like, are they not seeing? Like, there's no, like, yeah, you know, yeah. there's no strength in this. But 
if we look at nearer to the end of the bowl, the bowl, the wall being built, <laughs> right? Yeah. It is a strong, sturdy wall. Yes. Mm. That wall is not being like even it's not even wobbling basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have verses strong for and this? sturdy? Right. Are there verses? Yeah, yeah, there's verses. I just Which I just haven't I have a I can't I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. That's for <laughs> you to find out, self research. That's what I'm no, that's what I'm trying to find out, but I'm just asking. Find no, out, we'll find give, out we'll, because there homework. is a part. That's your homework. Bro, we're moving on to the next one next time. Yeah, it's still oh, yeah. homework though. Okay then. <laughs> yeah. So the thing that I want to take out of that uh this little miracle that happened in the story is that no matter how broken, shattered you are, right? God is going to build you strong mm. and sturdy um, towards the end, right? You can be in the deepest, darkest times of your life and mm-hmm. think that you're not going to get out of this. You're too broken to be healed. Yeah. You're too shattered to be mended together. Mm. But we're, we're, working, we're working with God here. Like, exactly. He can yeah. mend anything. Yeah. He, can, he can like replace any part that's broken and just make it new brand new like as if nothing's even touched it before yeah right mm. and this is this is the example that we see of this wall this wall was so sturdy afterwards that it was like yeah where did you get this material from <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i found it on the floor right next to the rubble that's literally how it was yeah and it's just crazy to even um just look over that miracle because we're talking about a wall, but we can easily put that example of a wall being broken, mended into a sturdy wall. Yeah. And put it on ourselves because we are literally the same. We crumble so many times in our life that we just need God to fix us. And God does fix us yeah. if we just give him the chance to do it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm going to get a bit sciencey here. Oof. And it's with what Kevin said. And sometimes we have metals and like when you're building with metals on their own sometimes they're a bit weak right mm. like they're not strong enough to be used in construction or whatever you're using them for so what people do is they join them up with other metals to make them stronger yeah alloys them, you make them yeah they're called alloys right yeah like mm. similar to us on our own without god we were kind of weak we couldn't be used for anything we didn't really do anything but when we come to god he Binds us with like strength, courage, love, faith, salvation, all that. He makes us into like an alloy as a person. Yeah. And that makes us strong to carry on for the reason, like whatever purpose we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking of that now. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, we essentially get binded to him, you know? Yeah, exactly. And he has like, everything. Yeah. yeah, literally. Okay. Yeah. So moving on to the last question we have here to just kind of summarize and wrap up the whole thing we have the question of what can we take from this account this story of nehemiah building the wall what can we take from it Mm. Mm -hmm. stay focused Mm. keep going just keep going yeah keep going basically never give up (laughs) you know it's about trusting that god will guide you through whatever your yeah whatever works you're doing for god um Mm. You just it's just about trusting in him and only trusting in him. Yeah. Not like on yeah. your own strength or like someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean obviously it's always like there will always be people around you in faith to help you. 
but like yeah. it's all like your main strength is from god that's what it's going to be i think like when you look at loads of stories in the bible our human logic will never really make sense with the way god works so it's just yeah. pointless mm. to apply that i agree like i agree yeah yeah like one thing that we can take from his um like story is that he started off as basically just an individual with this thing in his mind mm. and his heart and he went off and he well i don't know but i feel like naturally i would have just there would be doubts of you know i'm just on my own would i be able to do this um and stuff like that and i guess that's like natural in quotations mm. to think like you know in terms of logically you know you need more people and how am i going to start this off where i've got like you know no one already with me but he was able yeah. to you know one by one gather people and eventually mm. come up with like enough to help um begin the construction um mm. but yeah, to yeah. begin with he didn't let that stop him because again throughout we see he trusted god that he would give him the success when yeah. when you have a little it's a lot when god's in it mm. and yeah. you can see that in another story in gideon's story that's like a really good example mm-hmm. i feel like where um they were going off to fight and the opposing side but god kept telling him to cut down his army um because yeah. there were too many apparently and obviously naturally yeah. you know you'd think or oh, like if i have less people there's like less chances of success and stuff like that but it doesn't matter whether you yeah it doesn't matter if you have one person but if god is there yeah. you're set you know you could have yeah. thousands and not have god with you and that's that's basically nothing then but when god is with you then you don't need to worry about what's logical and what yeah. could work what couldn't work because he will make definitely, a way some yeah. way that's definitely something Indeed. that we can take from this like whatever situation you're in you may feel like you're alone or like it's not possible or like it doesn't really make sense that it would work but if you yeah. solely trust god it doesn't make sense to but you don't need to understand everything trust mm. is about not trying to understand or like have everything in control but trusting god because he knows everything and he will do mm. it you know yeah mm for sure yeah when we look at you know like you mentioned he was alone and when you're alone you tend to give up a lot quicker i i'll give you like an example of probably going to the gym i guess like when you're alone you end up like probably giving up week two weeks into it mm. but when you have someone with you you kind of like excited yeah we're going to yeah. go together we're going to do this right and yeah Nehemiah was alone and even even though he was so far away from uh his home country his hometown and all of that he still was like determined and he kept that faith and he just kept going and praying every day to just like you know see something you know and he got the chance to uh go out there and do what he had originally planned to do so we just have to keep at it all the time and kind of just don't like even though you're alone you know god is there with you right yeah yeah so you have to just like know that from your heart and it it can be hard to be like okay i like you know obviously seeing god in front of you not really like talking to him in front of you like person mm. to a person would but the connection in your heart 
and in your soul that is with God that just cannot ever be broken. Yeah, 100%. And all it does is just keeps getting stronger and stronger the more you talk to God, the more you pray. So yeah, you just got to keep at it. Mhm. Yeah. I would say like another thing mm. is that every time or like um especially in um chapter 4 when again there was opposition to the rebuilding um yeah. there were people who were basically saying you know will it get finished and will it be able to stand and like is it possible for them to finish nehemiah mm. um well from this it just says that he basically sp- spoke to god straight away after that um so i'll just read it so there's a bit of context so tobiah like he was from the opposition the ammonite who was at his side said what they are building even a fox climbing up on it would break down their wall of stones um and the next part i'm guessing is from nehemiah he says hear us our god for we are despised and then the rest of it is um just him speaking to god it just shows that he didn't need to reply back to them he instantly just turned to god in prayer he just mm. he didn't allow those insults like to um like he didn't need to come back to it or anything he knows that the one who is ultimately going to help him is god you know through all of this there's no point in answering back and trying to resolve it but just going to the source yeah. of your help you know where does mm. my help come from it comes from the lord it's like treat god as if he's right next to you all the time because he yeah. is you know yeah because yeah, he is <laughs> that's right <laughs> because he is, he is. <laughs> so you don't have to be like you know when you have someone with you and someone says something to you obviously you turn to that person and be like oh my god yeah they're talking about us and all the what not mm-hmm. right uh but in the sen- in this sense right right here as you see like Naomi or like straight away turned to god and he was like i listen people are despising us help us through mm-hmm. this i know we can i know you know these guys have the faith to get this done and just yeah just treat him treat him like your best friend yeah let yeah. him be your like first resort not even resort but just mm-hmm. the first one you go to whether you're confused or you're or you need help or you're happy whatever it is like yeah. just go to him because yeah. you won't be disappointed in any way yes you know um i guess we we'll always go through difficulties right like especially when yeah. we're doing god's work and it can we've said we've said this before but it can be very easy to blame god also think that he's not with you and for that i've got some homework for you guys another one wow well i ask like when you th- like whenever you think about um or when you have doubts about god being there for you or whatever um your homework is to read psalm 77 yeah yeah that's where everyone to read psalm 77 let me just do that now <laughs> not now I know. Homework. You don't do it on while you're working. <laughs> you don't do your homework at school. You do it at home. Where is this school? That's what teachers tell you. But yeah, that is your task on your self task. Mm. Never mind. That's Wrap just yeah. That's, Wrap that's it up. What it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was great. You know, we we did talk about we wanted to talk about the fact that you know Nehemiah 
but I still don't know how to say it. <laughs> Nehemiah went through a lot, um, opposition, struggles, doubts, whatever. But eventually he persevered in his faith, especially. And he trusted in God no matter what. And he succeeded, which is what we should go by today. That, you know, when we're rebuilding the walls of our life, that we should just keep focusing on God. Stay focused on your church, you know, with your community, with other friends in faith. And God will succeed in every battle. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Amen. Yeah. So, with that, I think we should give a cheeky little prayer. Jeez. Cool. Just a cheeky one. Okay. All right. So, let's pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time that you've given to us, O oh Lord. And for the discussions that we had, for the things that we were able to say and hear from others, O oh Lord. And to read from your word. I pray that we would continually to continually be encouraged from what your word says, that we would take it and learn from it, O oh Lord. Open our eyes that we would seek, um, that we would see more things and uh, to just seek you more, O oh Lord. That we would learn new things and put them into our lives and try to apply it. As we have seen in this story, O oh Lord, the way that Nehemiah trusted you, O oh Lord, help us to also just trust you with everything that we do, whether whatever plans we have, O oh Lord, that we would just give them to you, that we would rely upon you, not on ourselves or our own strength or anything or anyone else, but that we would just completely trust in you. Whatever doubts we may have, whatever temptations may come or whatever the enemy attacks us with, help us to overcome that because you have overcome that, O oh Lord. And so we trust in you and we pray that you would strengthen us each and every day whoever we face, O oh Lord. You are with us and we know that, O oh Lord. Help us to remember that every single day. I pray that you would bless everyone who is hearing this, that you would bless each one of us and that we would just work for you more and more, that we would lift your name up high and bring you the glory and praise. Once again, I thank you for this time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Lovely Amen. stuff. Amen. So, all right. as usual, Mm-hmm. Remember, you can always press the follow button. Mm. Whatever button there is, yeah, you just press any button. You see, it doesn't really matter. All the buttons. Not that the unfollow. Say Not the unfollow. Yeah, if you want to press no, that, just the follow ones. Free will, you know, you can press whatever you want. But yeah, um, always, always um, refer to the Bible. You know, whatever we said. Um, you know, it may not always be perfect, so always refer to the Bible and go by the Bible. It is the Word of God. Mhm. Mhm. Never forget that. And yeah. Anything yeah, and we will be... Uh, this is the second part of uh, our series, Keep Going. And I believe the next one is the last part, the final part. Sadly, yes. The final episode of the series. Uh, we'll be discussing something really cool, which I still mm. don't know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> we will decide. <laughs> we will decide. <laughs> but yeah. And uh, I think uh, in that case, we'll see you next, next time. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.